Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Matt Hinshaw. Uh, yep, I'll just leave it at that. Don't forget to follow us on the social medias everywhere, at Real Film Nerds, on the Instagrams, the Twitters, the YouTubes, the Facebooks, whatever. Follow us, see what we're doing. We usually just post what when we put out a podcast, but sometimes we post, post cool stuff. I don't know. Anyways, to my far, far east... My buddy on the East Coast, Mysterious Mike. Hey, everybody. All right, Mike, are you ready to hack the planet? Yes, I am. What movie are we talking about today? We are talking about Hackers. And this is a legacy uh, cast. Uh, This movie is from 1995. And its director is Ian Softley. Writer Raphael Moriu, and it's starring uh, John Lee Miller, uh, Angelina Jolie before she was anybody, uh, Jesse Bradford, Matthew Lillard, and it's about a young boy is arrested by the U.S. Secret Service for writing a computer virus and is banned from using a computer until his 18th birthday. Years later, he and his newfound friends discover a plot to unleash a dangerous computer virus, but they must use their computer skills to find out find the evidence while being pursued by the Secret Service and the evil computer genius behind the virus. All right, Mike, I know you're just itching to jump in and talk about this one. I don't even know if we should just warn people that we're going to spoil the hell out of this because it's so old. Because we'll probably just get rolling and you're just going to talk and I'm going to just talk because we both are extremely passionate about this movie, even though it doesn't stand up well by today's standards. Go for it, Mike. How much do you love Hackers? Uh, I really, really love Hackers. Um, This movie, even though um, the visualizations for all the computer stuff is just absolutely ridiculous by today or any standards really as a see 95 i was i was in high school uh i was are you sure we were in high school in 95 because no 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 no, we weren't no we weren't we were in eighth grade eighth grade and uh as i saw this in eighth grade it really just inspired me about computers oh and i wanted to do stuff with computers based on this kind of shitty representation of what computers do like visually but i wanted to do stuff with computers and this helped drive me to my current career um honestly this this movie changed my life without even me really knowing it and um like i love the music in it i just i don't know it embodied this cool I guess it's this coolness to me about technology and I wanted to be like this kind of. And so it really changed my life. Do you know what else we got? I don't know if we got it in 95. It might have been 94. I think it was 94, maybe 93, but that was 
when this movie came out was around the time when we got the internet. At least I did at home. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that was definitely, yes, it was definitely around the time we got the internet. Because I got dial-up, good old-fashioned C2I2, I still remember. Yeah, oh yeah, it was C2I2, our dial-up yep. internet, 28.8, rocking it forever. Yep, got it in uh, middle school, and so it was around when we saw this movie. <laughs> I just realized that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was around when we saw this movie, and Matt and I were starting to do things that you shouldn't do on the internet very early on. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> we're not going to admit too much of that. We did a lot no, of things, not. a lot of things that, yeah, it's not as bad as the things as, you know, the legitimate hackers do today, but... Back then, it was similar to the things that they did in this movie, I guess is a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, we were we were interested in finding out information about certain things. How about that? Yeah, about everything we could is a good way to put it. Yeah. But that's one thing I try to explain to people when they think, like, online gaming is new and, you know, doing all these, you know, file sharing and... Downloading movies and downloading music and downloading free games and everyone thinks all that shit is new since, you know, the, especially, you know, the younger generation. Oh, where are the millennials? We had all this stuff. No, um, all that shit was going around probably initially starting in, I would say, the late 80s. But you and I really heavily, you know, took to it like fish to water. I mean... I remember calling you up on, you know, screaming at my mom, Mom, get off the phone. I'm playing with Mike. I'm playing Quake. Get off the phone, Ma. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I remember um, being oh. furious with my parents for picking up the phone because uh, we might have to give a little lesson here, Matt. So back, way back in the day, the Internet used to work over your phone lines. And I know people don't even know what phone lines are. But we would dial into the internet and you would have a modem and all this stuff for the phone. And if someone tried to pick up the phone to call somebody, that would ruin your internet. (laughs) And Matt and I would be playing a, you know, online uh, multiplayer kill them like first person shooter game like Quake. Uh, I mean, Quake, we loved a lot. Yes. But uh, a very other, I mean, we could have been playing other games, Quake but I remember Doom Quake was. Or Wolfenstein yeah, 3D, yeah. but Quake was, yeah. Quake seemed to be our go-to. Yeah, Quake was our, our main game. And uh, if, if, if your mom or your dad or anybody picked up the phone and you were on the internet, you were not on the internet anymore. And it was infuriating. So a lot of times Matt and I w- would be up late on the internet because no one in the house was awake and so we would have time to do stuff and uh you know uh it kind of is conveyed like that in the hackers where they're up all night and all this stuff and like even in uh, another movie that inspired me a lot kind of to go into technology was the matrix uh keanu reeves character neo is a programmer who's up all night making like hacker programs and sleeps all day, even though he should be working for his company, like all that stuff, like really kind of inspired me to be who I am now, which is kind of weird, 
uh, a programmer guy. So, yeah, th- those were the good days, man. Those were good days. That was fun. Yeah. Anyways. No. Uh, so so uh, you know, I I have a a really special place in the, in my heart for this movie. Now. It is very outdated. Just to um, say it slightly. I mean, yeah. When you, when you start hearing the specs on the computer, especially the the super top-end, high-expensive laptop that Angelina Jolie's character has, and they're all, like, drooling over it, and they start rambling off the specs, you're like, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I think right. I think our toaster has more specs in it than that now. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one too that people will have a hard time, especially the younger generation, on this one. And you were alluding to it earlier is uh, uh, payphones. They use a lot of payphones, and they use the old modems, even older than the modems we had, where you actually take the handset and you stick it in the modem. And they use that. Yeah, yeah, that was like the original kind of modem before we actually had like separate pieces of hard- hardware. Right. Yeah, but they even use it when I. It's not even so much that they use it because they have to. They use it because then they can use payphones to access stuff, so that they're traced to payphones instead of to their houses. Yeah, yeah, it was to keep up their anonymous uh, dealings, right? They, they, right. They wanted to not be found for whatever they were doing, and you know, because they knew they were doing things that were not okay. Yeah, and, um, and they have banks and banks of payphones, and those just, you're lucky to find one anywhere. They just don't exist now. They just don't. Right, and so there are there are things like that in this movie that are very dated, and so I guess I guess our views of this movie are somewhat jaded because watching this movie from the new, like, current perspective of what we expect he'd be like man this movie's crappy like what are these weird visualizations with going into computers and this weird thing that they're doing and like this uh well what did they call it the the gibson yeah the gibson hacking the gibson and all that stuff like what is that but it was a way that they were trying to convey to the common audience like what computer servers and all the stuff was and uh, it doesn't really hold up that well, but I still love the movie a lot. So Well, and you know, one of my favorite things, and it's one of the very, very, very first hacks in the film, and this is still very true today from a hacker standpoint. What, Mike, you probably know this, but I, I'll still ask it anyways. What is the number one failure point in all hacking, no matter what it is, if it's credit cards of uh, anything anything what's the very first uh thing that is the easiest thing to fail um password nope it is the human element the very oh, first yeah. hack the very first hack um dade murphy calls into a television station and has the says he's a uh, forgot his modem phone number or whatever and gets the security guard to go up there, look at the phone number so that he could dial into it. And he reads it off to him. It doesn't matter how good your, it doesn't matter how good your security is, how good your firewall is, how good anything is. If that human element is still there and doesn't know better. 
Yeah, no, that's that's still that's, uh, very alive and well today. And in, in in fact, um, the uh, the big hacker convention that they have in Vegas called I think DefCon. There's a couple of them, but yeah, one the one of the biggest ones is DefCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, they illustrate how people using uh, what they call I guess human engineering or or. Um, yeah, I think they call it human engineering or or people engineering where you you talk your way into getting to things like like you just said the modem phone number or or just whatever like you're like hey, you know, I'm I'm the vice president of whatever and I forgot this thing and I need to get this thing. Can you help me with this thing? And almost always everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, I can help you with whatever." Because all you need to do is say the right words and say the right phrases, and you can do it. Yep. I think they I think they call it human engineering, where you just, but you you have to be smart enough to know the right things to say. Otherwise, everyone's like, no, this doesn't sound right, and then they hang up or whatever. So like, you have to know enough about whatever the thing is that you're trying to get to. But if you do, you are very dangerous because you you can talk your way kind of into it. So right, and um, you can never get around that. And as long as human beings are still involved in this technological world, you'll never get around it. And I, yes, I love you, that because that's the very first hack in this movie. Is that? Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. And so, anyways. Um, before we get off topic too much, Mike, uh, let's go ahead and do it. Let's, uh, I know this was a more difficult one than usual, but Mike, how does hackers relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, uh, thanks for asking, Matt. Um, yeah, this one was a little bit more difficult. It wasn't any of the main stars. Um, but we have uh, a stunt actor, uh, Jennifer Badger, was also in Iron Man 3 and Captain America Winter Soldier. Nice. Nice. All right. So, Mike, let's. Uh, I, I could talk about this all day, but here's some interesting things that I did. I, I'm trying to be good and improve our podcast, and I took notes while I was watching this. I'm half tempted to bring my notebook into the movie theater and take notes from here on out if this helps. Oh, wow. Okay. But, uh, all right. I don't know. Let, yeah, we'll see. let's go for it. What what now what do you what are you feeling? There's lots there was lots of things that impacted both of our lives. You know, 95 was a good year. If you remember, I even talked about it at your wedding. 95 was the first year you and I went to a concert together. Oh. That was the year we yeah. went and saw Bush. But um, yeah. anyways, um the music in this movie I know you and I thumped it a lot, especially in high school, but the majority of the songs were uh, Prodigy. Oh, yeah. And th- this movie introduced me, or, or us, to Prodigy. I don't think I would have heard of Prodigy without this movie. And, oh, here's a, here's some more off-topic. This will be fun. Um, do you remember what your very first handle was when uh, in the internet? I remember mine. I I remember yours because you actually sent me a birthday wish in high school. 
using your, I guess you would say, hacker handle back then. Do you remember what it was, Mike? Uh, I think it's Acid, acid Burn Durden. Nope. That's your current one on Xbox, though. Damn it. Uh, crash Override? Nope. Your, your one from high school was Voodoo. But you remember ah. you spelled it different? Yeah. And I'll never forget that because you and I kept that secret like all day. And you, you it was uh, back when we were in high school. They had uh, TVs that were scrolling all the time with like bulletins and shit going on. And they had a birthday part. And you could pay at the office like a buck or two or something. And then they would put a birthday wish. And I never got one of those ever. And Mike did one for me on my birthday. And it was uh, my hacker name, which I still kind of use a little bit, but not really. It was uh, Alien X, and I had three dashes. And then your hacker name, which was Voodoo, and you put uh, Happy Birthday Alien X from Voodoo. And no one knew what it was, and no one could figure it out. And then we explained it to everyone a little bit later, and everybody thought we were big dorks. (laughs) (laughs) We were big dorks, but that's okay, man. It was fun. But I remember nobody could pronounce it because, you know, you instead of doing V with the two O's, you did one O. And everybody's like, Vodo? What the hell is Vodo? But do you remember where you got your name from? Um, Was it from uh, the Prodigy song? Uh, Voodoo. Did they have one? The Prodigy song Voodoo People, which is a song in Hackers. Yes. Yeah. So that just shows you how ingrained our lives really were with this movie. Like, I was, ta- we were talking about earlier about how one of the scenes, Lord Nikon uh, opens the door and is uh, ripping the main character, Dade Murphy, apart about you know, how he's not an elite hacker and all this stuff. And he's like, what, did your mommy and daddy get you a pewter for Christmas? And still to this day, I I refer to computers as pewters just to drive people nuts. Oh, man, nice. And well, you know, like you were just saying, uh, my current Xbox uh, username is Acid Burn Durden. Yep. Well, Acid Burn's from this movie, and and it's Tyler Durden from... um, uh, Fight Club, Fight Club. So it's like a mashup of that. Those those movies were so influential in my life. Well, that's what I. And then you can think of mine kind of like. Um, well, great. Now I'm gonna get a. Maybe I'll actually get some friends to play with on Xbox now. My uh, <laughs> my uh, well, I know you don't play anymore, you jerk. I'm gonna have well, to get I, you an I, Xbox. I, 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 I might get an Xbox, but I don't know, dude. Man. I, I have know. almost bought you one multiple times. I seriously was gonna get you one for your wedding gift. Of I would have had more money, but it's I also okay. it's all right. I also think Mags probably would have killed me. Hey, I gave you enough money that you could buy like half of an Xbox. No, it's fine, Matt. I'll figure it out. We will. We will likely get an Xbox soon. Because seriously, dude, Red Dead Redemption Two is freaking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> That game is well, so uh, much fun. Well, according to uh, to South Park, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, but anyways, my uh, my current username on on Xbox, and I thought this up, and I didn't realize it, but it also kind of takes its roots from Hacker as well. There's a character in Hackers. His hacker name is uh, Serial Killer. Serial, as in. Um, the breakfast food. So C E R E A L. 
And I didn't even think of this, but I came up with my new user handle when I was in college. I still used Alien X for a long time, but then when I signed up for uh, PlayStation Online and Xbox Online, um, I don't remember why I didn't use Alien X, but it, I don't. It maybe it wasn't long enough or something. So I came up with something that's very related to my profession, and that is paparazzi killer. So it's a lot like serial killer, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Yeah, no, um, Matt. Uh, before we were we were recording, you were saying how this movie just reminded you of so many like uh, good things. Like, uh, what else? What else do you have to talk about? Like about that? Because you, you you were like, wow, I didn't realize I got all the stuff from this movie. Well, you know, I, I've pointed out some, like you, you know, my username and. You know stuff like that. The the music of Prodigy. Um, you know, uh, this movie is very very '90s, and I remember I didn't. You and I didn't dress as crazy as some of these people did in high school. We kind of had our own style, mostly the band shirts and jeans and stuff. But I mean, I think I probably took having a chain wallet directly from this movie because they have chain wallets all over the place in this. You know. Yeah, I might have done that too. Like uh, for the, for for the most part, I wasn't uh, what I would consider too trendy. But uh, yes, I also got the chain wallet and was excited to have that. So um, yeah, that was probably from this movie. Um, I had the chain wallet. I don't know if I still have that chain wallet, which kind of depresses me. Yeah, well, you had a cool one. Mine was uh, mine wallet was uh, no fear chain wallet i think yeah no i had one that i made myself like with leather and yeah. stuff it was cool i don't think i have that damn it uh anyway um doesn't matter one thing that's kind of neat about this movie is this is like a true very nerdy movie if you pay attention um i didn't really notice it until this most recent watch through but there's lots of little nerdy things in the background there's lots of call outs to comic books there's lots of lots of call outs to other movies um you know, some of the names that are used, like I didn't even realize that, uh, you know, Lord Nikon was based off of Nikon cameras. I didn't even put two and two together until I saw this one. I'm like, God, I'm an idiot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, but again, yeah. back then, you know, I mean, yeah, I knew about Nikon because I've always been the photography world, but I just never thought, you know, why would a hacker want to use Nikon? But whatever, you know, and then, um, you know, there's Apple twos all over the place, which is interesting. They use Apple twos yeah. for hacking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was interesting, especially coming from now. Like watching it just recently, you're like, oh. But e like, even in '95, an Apple II would have been a pretty old computer. Yeah, but they were really flexible and they were really versatile. So I think that's some of the stuff, and they they would have been cheap. And you know, another thing that was interesting that they had in this movie was uh, a little. Going back to the uh, uh, public phone system, they had a little thing known as freaking that's spelled yes. with a PH. And a lot of people don't know what freaking is today. Us old people do. But freaking is basically using your wits to outsmart the phone company. And they have a very good example of that where back in the day in the payphones, if you put in quarters, it would make tones letting the operator or whoever know that you put in the right amount of money. Well, if you recorded those tones and played them back into the phone, you could use it. And guess who's this will be fun for, for those of you who are tech people, you probably know this, 
But guess who first was introduced into the world of technology when they were in college by experimenting with freaking? Uh, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak from Apple. Damn it, Mike. Of course you would know that. But yeah, that's where Woz and Jobs really first started getting interested in technology was with freaking. Yeah, so they figured out that if you made... So, uh, ironically, the Cracker... I believe it's the Cracker Jack um, whistle that was included if you... I don't know. If you bought enough Cracker Jacks, you could get a whistle. It had the exact frequency uh, to, to go to a phone system. And if you blew that, you could dial any number and it was free. There was no long distance. Everything was free. It was like the engineering frequency. And um, Steve Jobs and uh, Steve Wozniak went and looked into, of course, because they grew up in like uh, Silicon Valley. They went to the library, and right in the library is a spec of the phone system, uh, which is uh, crazy anyway. But they went and looked into the phone system, and they saw, oh, yeah, if you do this frequency, that that totally allows you to do anything you want. And they were allowed to call anywhere in the world and did. And then they were like, uh, Steve Jobs pushed uh, Steve Wozniak to be like, hey, we need to sell this. And they sold it for a little bit until some things kind of went weird. And um, somebody... I don't know. There was some violence or something that tried to happen, and and then they stopped doing it. But anyway, uh, it's just really interesting to 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 see that stuff in a movie, and and it, it's so influential. Like uh, the, that kind of spark uh, for for Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak didn't quite start Apple, but a little bit after that, they did. So it's it, kind of crazy. It brought them together for sure. Yeah, no, it did. Because they, they were because, both uh, very passionate about it. Yeah, Steve Wozniak was a few years older than Steve Jobs, uh, like three or four years. And so it was, um, yeah, yeah. It brought them together for sure. Um, you know, another thing this movie has a lot of throwouts to is uh, music. There's uh, references to The Clash. There's references to Ozzy Osbourne. A serial killer even quotes Ozzy Osbourne in this movie. It's this movie just that it's I hate to say it's so responsible for at least a large chunk of our, you know, growing up years. But it, it was, man. It was a lot of it really was. No, I point to this movie a lot. This movie and, and The Matrix, man, I, I they really shaped kind of the way that I chose to go in my life. I mean, it's kind of crazy when, when you look back on it, like what two movies changed the way that you, you were going to do your life. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm huge into tech, but I know, you know, I tried to pursue it as a career and it didn't work out. So maybe I'll have to try it again someday. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, um, last one, I guess before we get too much off topic, but pretty much this whole podcast has been off topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess kind of, yeah. Sorry. It's interesting how the opening scene is the main character as an 11 year old kid 
sitting in a courtroom getting charged yeah getting charged for uh crashing 1507 systems in one day yeah computer crimes or whatever right and he got seven years probation was not allowed to touch a computer or a phone until his 18th birthday now today in beautiful 2018 there are exploits and hacks and some done by the companies, some not, where millions of people's data is crashed or sent out or sold or whatever. And how many times have you really heard of any repercussions from any of it? Um, it's, I, I, you know, I think a lot of times with the hacks now, it's not a single person and it's not something that they can tie to a single thing. Um, right. But you're right. But still, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. You're, you're, you're right. I don't, I don't hear of anybody usually getting like, oh, uh, you know, this hack, uh, there was just a hack of Marriott, uh, just this weekend or, or they just released that it happened this weekend. 500,000 people. Or something. Right. I mean, ridiculous, right? Huge, huge hack. And, but my and thing is, is I think Marriott, uh, see, we're going to get real, we're all techie on here, but I think the company that is responsible for holding that data should be held responsible for letting this happen. Or maybe not letting it happen, but having it happen to them. They should be able to pay enough people to keep their system secure so shit like this doesn't happen. At least not in this wide of a volume. Yeah, no. Uh, Target, I don't Home know, man. Depot, no. oh, oh, geez. Yeah, no. I've, I've. I mean, that's I millions, mean, millions of people's of information. Yeah, just, just in the last uh, five years, I've had my debit card stolen six times. So, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say, dude. I don't know. I don't want to get too techy oh. about it, but someone needs to be held responsible for. This, I mean, Google, you know, is responsible for lots and lots of information. And to this day, they haven't had a massive breach like any of these other companies have. Maybe they should be taking a lesson from Google. Maybe they should be putting more money into their cybersecurity. Well, well, uh, look at what was it, Experian? Oh, my God. The credit bureau lost every everybody's stuff and the person who's in charge doesn't even know how to like use a computer right are and you the router, kidding me and the whole reason oh, oh. and the, the what's even more depressing they really should have been held responsible for that the 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 main password to access their network was still the default password no how no, stupid that, can you be no that that uh, that one is Oh, I, maybe I should go into the world of tech because I could replace 90% of those freaking idiots. Sure, I might not want to be able to program, but I, I know I know enough not to use the default freaking password on a goddamn router. Well, yeah, yeah, all of tech doesn't mean programming, man. The, there, there's other jobs. But anyway, that, that's, that's, that's outside of the podcast. Matt? How many reels do you give hackers? All right. I want to give it a five, but I can't because this movie just does not age well. You know, it eighth grade, 1995, Matt Hinshaw would give it a five out of five. But this is 2018, 
crotchety old curmudgeon Matt Hinshaw, I give it four out of five reels because I still freaking love this movie, no matter how goofy or dated it is. I still love it. And, you know, you get to see Angelina Jolie naked. Damn it, Matt. That's exactly what I was going to do. Yes, uh, this movie does not age well, but I love it so much because we saw it in a time in our lives where it was very meaningful and it was awesome. And so I give it a four reels out of five as well. And, you know, I don't know if everybody should see this movie because I don't know if it would add too much to your lives. But for Matt and I, this was a very influential movie. So if you kind of want to see some kind of fun, interesting views on tech from 1995, this is the movie to see. But it's not a great movie. I'm not, I mean, it's uh, like, I love the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack, but it, uh, it's, I don't know. Well, and what's interesting too, is that this is only 95 and they're granted today. Um, the nudity of Angelina Jolie would be considered a nip slip by today's standards, but still this is a PG 13 movie and it has a little bit of nudity and it has some violence in it. Not a lot, but it kind of... I wouldn't say, yeah, very light violence. It, it's like, it's you know. still, you know, by today's standards, you know, would probably be rated R just purely based on the nudity, I would think. Yes, uh, no, it would be. Uh, I'm actually, yeah, it's actually surprising that it was PG-13 with... There's, a, there's just a teeny nude scene in it. I mean, it's not much. No, like, it's literally a... If you it's, blink, it's like, it's like if you two blink, seconds. you miss it. Yeah, it's not, but, not much anything. But the fact that there was any nudity and it was PG-13, they wouldn't do that at all now. Right. Like I, I seriously had to look up the rating because I, I thought it was R just by today's standards. Yeah. And it's interesting how today you can cut people's heads off, disembowel people, all kinds of stuff. And it'll be PG-13 all day long. You show, like, one iota of nudity, and it's rated R. Or you drop more than one F-bomb, and it's rated R. It's, I don't know, man. We got it. Uh, that's for another another podcast topic. But we got it ass backwards, if you ask me, on some of that stuff. Not that I yeah. don't love my violence. Believe me, I do. But. Yeah. No, it's. It's definitely getting weird out there. Like, I'm really interested to see this uh, PG-13 Once Upon a Deadpool, you know, basically Deadpool 2. I'm really interested to see that and how violent it is, because I bet you it's going to be pretty freaking violent for a PG-13 movie. Yeah, um, I just saw the trailer for that, Matt. Um, Which one? They have two now. I was super excited because I didn't know a Deadpool movie was coming out, and it's like Once Upon a Deadpool, PG-13... It's like, yes, please. Oh, I love that how they're telling it Princess Bride style with Fred Savage. That's so funny. Oh, yeah, no, no, I love it. And they even allude to that in the uh in the trailer where they're like Fred Savage is the only F word we're using in this one. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah, no, it's it it looks awesome, but it's only going to uh, be out for 2 weeks, so that's one we're going to have to hustle on. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll go see it opening week. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. What what else do you want to talk about, man? I don't know. I love this movie. 
It might not be your movie, but I love hackers. You should, uh, if you like technology or you just like goofy ass movies, go see this. Yeah, I think, I I think if you grew up, um, before there was the internet and you kind of saw the rise of the internet, you would kind of enjoy this movie. If you've uh, had the internet your whole life, you might think this movie is just dumb. Yeah, um, like I think my nephews so, would probably not get a big kick out of this. So, um, I, I, you know, we understand. Um, but for Matt and I, this was a really influential movie and, and uh, we loved it. And uh, anyway, uh, I, think, I think that's all we can talk about it. And uh, thanks for listening, and uh, catch us on our next pod. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.